0: Moderna says it will soon ask regulators to okay its vaccine for kids under six. Amid widespread nursing shortages, state boards are slow to approve licenses, and scientists are on the verge of a sickle cell cure. But will patients be able to benefit from it? It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, March 24th, and I'm Alex Olgin with GIST Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. There's some exciting COVID vaccine news for young kids. Moderna said interim results from its low-dose COVID vaccine trial for kids aged six months to five years old produced immune responses similar to adults. These young children received a quarter of the adult dose, but the results are mixed. The company said that in a trial of 6,700 kids in this age group, the vaccines were about 40 percent effective in preventing symptomatic illness. That's lower than the 50 percent efficacy the Food and Drug Administration originally said it was looking for in a COVID vaccine. Vaccine. But the trials were done during the Omicron variant, which has been better at evading vaccine-induced immunity for individuals. Moderna says the side effects in young children were like adults, and that some kids ran fevers after the second dose. But the drug maker can't provide data on how effective the vaccine is at preventing severe disease or hospitalization, because none of the participants in that age group got severely ill from COVID. The company is also studying booster shots in young kids, as it's expecting third doses will be needed. Moderna is planning to ask the FDA for emergency use authorization for kids in this age group in the coming weeks. The company is also planning to ask regulators to approve shots in kids 6 to 18. The agency had put Moderna's approval for adolescents on hold while it waited for more data on myocarditis. Pfizer and BioNTech's vaccine is the only shot currently available for kids as young as five. Pfizer had submitted for emergency use authorization in younger kids at the FDA's request, but then revoked its submission as it's now awaiting results from trials of a three-dose regimen. Hospitals can't find enough nurses to fill vacancies, and there's a lot of talk about how interstate licensing is a part of the problem. An NPR investigation finds it's taking some state nursing boards several months to approve new licenses. A tenth of nurses across 32 states had to wait six months or more to get new licenses last year. The slowest rates are in California, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Ohio, taking an average of four months to process licenses. But applicant wait times are often longer because boards only start counting once applications are complete. And often, boards are waiting on items from applicants, like transcripts. This has left many nurses, many of whom have been previously licensed in other states in limbo as they wait for a new license. These slow turnaround times have left many nurses that NPR profiled unable to work. At the same time, so many hospitals are dead Desperate for qualified staff. Reasons for the slow processing are understaffed state licensing boards, a surge in applications, as well as slow turnaround times for things like background checks. One approach Vermont took to speed up applications, which are sometimes approved in under an hour, was to move to a fully digital process and flag errors in applications before submission. There are a number of companies testing and coming out with new gene therapy treatments for sickle cell disease. The disease, which results in sickle-shaped cells that often clump together and lead to acute pain attacks, affects around 100,000 Americans, disproportionately Black Americans. There are some treatments available that can help symptoms, but usually with severe side effects. Bone marrow transplants, which are incredibly hard on the body, have been the only curative option thus far, but it's hard to find a donor match. Over the last few years, new CRISPR gene editing technology has been tested on a few patients with sickle cell disease, with promising results. NPR followed one participant, who is doing remarkably well one year after treatment, and she says she's been able to eliminate most pain medication and acute pain crises from her life. At least three biotech companies plan to ask regulators to approve these gene therapies soon. But as the COVID pandemic has taught us, the development of a medical advancement like vaccines is just one part of the hurdle. Then you have to get people to take it. As a recent New Yorker article by physician Dhruv Kular highlights, it will be particularly challenging with these gene therapies, partially because of the cost expected to be between one and two million dollars per patient, not including other associated medical costs. Secondly, access issues. Hematologists caring for adult sickle cell patients are usually concentrated in large urban areas. And then there is the distrust many patients with sickle cell disease, who are disproportionately black, have in the American medical system. As Kular writes, quote, If we truly want to treat sickle cell, editing genomes will only get us so far. We'll need to rewrite our medical system too, unquote. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, Despite the announcement of Moderna's COVID vaccine trial results in young kids and plans to submit for emergency use authorization, the company closed the Wednesday trading day down 4.3 percent. The overall healthcare sector was down one and three quarters percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Gist Healthcare. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.